I would watch the game, which I really liked breaking down like the players and like I used to play football, so it was yeah. fun to see like, oh, this is like what the linebackers were doing, and this is like the coverage, and this is like all the stuff, or like even like like when their linemen were blocking, it's like, hey, like they 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 chose this specific blocking scheme, they they went zone here, like man, whatever. That was really fun to do. Hey guys, welcome to Product Explained, a show where we talk about products and the company's history and strategy behind them. I'm your first host, Jeff Lee. And I'm your co-captain, Mike Alcazarin. Jeff, how distracting is it <laughs> to record podcasts on Sundays in the fall when NFL games are running full steam? It's miserable. And that's the reason why we're way more productive right now before September fully kicks in. Right now, there's like preseason games that nobody cares about. But other than that... Hey man, uh, yeah, you should hold your tongue because I, I was up all Thursday night watching the Hall of Fame game. On, <laughs> I actually forgot who was playing. It was the Raiders versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, oh just saying those, saying that matchup. Right. I watched the whole thing, though. I got my fix. I was on NFL Reddit, and someone posted saying, like, guys, we're a sad bunch of losers because three <laughs> hours before the preseason game, that's five weeks before the actual NFL season starts. But I was on there watching rough, and ready to go. <laughs> Today's show, we're talking about NFL Red Zone, an NFL-owned sports TV channel. Yeah, so I guess how much of this do we need to explain for our audience? I know we have a ton of international listeners, so let me let me walk you through it and also not bore. But this is American football. So NFL Red Zone, as Jeff mentioned, is a American sports TV channel that's owned and operated by the NFL underneath the NFL network since 2009. And so the bread and butter of NFL Red Zone is it's really active on game days. So I think mm-hmm. one thing that's unique about NFL, the National Football League, is that it's primarily contained to one particular day. So it's usually Sundays. So game times are are set in stone. It's one o'clock games, one o'clock Eastern games, four o'clock Pacific games, and then I think 7.30 or 8.30 for the Sunday night games. And then there's also a Monday night game at 8.30 and sometimes there's two at 10.30. But ge- like generally, those are the time slots. And mm-hmm. most recently over the past two years, they've also introduced Thursday night footballs as well. But I think, you know, NFL just dominates Sundays. And so that is yeah. like really what, you know, it's just rapid fire. There's lots of games going on on Sundays. So NFL Red Zone is broadcasting pretty much as soon as the first game kicks off all the way until the last game ends. And so what you're seeing on Sundays is essentially a visual scoreboard of every game that's in progress. So it's up to eight games that could be played across the United States at any given time. So you basically see a screen of however many games there are. So let's call it, you know, four games that are playing. And then the announcers are kind of like ADHDing and going to like, you know, hey, like we think something more exciting is happening at this one. So Sometimes I'll do like this. split screen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I don't even know how like it, kudos to the guy. I know you'll we'll talk about him later that runs that, but it's just wild to just think about the production of going back and forth between those. But essentially what you're doing is you're seeing every single scoring opportunity that's happening. And so that is what NFL Red Zone is. It's just like kind of like everything that's happening that's the most – it's basically the most exciting thing that's happening in the NFL that's displayed on your screen. So it's really great for folks that are – I think there's three people that it's great for if you have massive ADHD and you just need that (laughs) fix – that new dopamine hit to see what's going on like 30 seconds later. It's if maybe if you're at a bar and you 
you know, just want to see what's going on. And, you know, you just went to a sports bar on Sunday. I don't know, maybe because you wanted to run away from your wife. I don't know why you're at a sports bar on a Sunday. <laughs> you just like wanted to, you know, go, go watch the games. And then the third is for people like Jeff and I that are super into fantasy football. And right. we want to just understand what is happening, who is scoring, can I see the plays like, and just get a real good pulse on what is happening in those games? Do you have anything else to add there, Jeff, for what NFL Red Zone is? I want to double down on the fantasy football thing because if I only cared about my team, I wouldn't need NFL Red Zone, right? I could just watch my <laughs> team end to end, like all the action and even the lulls within the game for just my one team. But I think fantasy football, as we've talked about before on our episode about Sleeper, it's really opened up people to watching other games that they normally wouldn't care about. So as you start seeing, like like you mentioned, I don't remember, the Raiders versus the Jags. Uh, and then like the Jags are like pushing it into red zone territory. Normally I wouldn't care. <laughs> like It's very inconsequential to me. But if I have a player in the Jags or I have the Raiders defense, I'm like biting my nails at that point. So I think that's where it gets really interesting. And I think that, you know, with the advent and the kind of, commercial push of fantasy football really driving and carrying the NFL as a brand red zone just like aligns with that really really well totally one one thing we should back up to is like what red zone actually means so yeah for people that aren't familiar with football especially American football red zone like there's 100 yards on the football field and the last 20 yards when the offense is 20 yards close to the touchdown area the end zone that's called the red zone and that's like a high probability of scoring mm-hmm. that might happen in that zone. So that's why it's yeah. called the red zone. It's just, that's what like the, the NFL coach or the, even the high school football coach, the gridiron coach would be like, we're in the red zone. We got to score. You got to shove it down their throats. All this in your stereotype. I don't and know why that, I'm doing stereotypical accents. I apologize for our, and I think that they, um, they, I think they have specific plays for red zone. So the, the field is shorter. There's like less room to burn somebody or do different things. So I think that's where it gets a little bit interesting in terms of like play calling. Totally. Uh, Same thing for defenses, too. Let's chat about the history of the product. So it began in 2009. Again, I think like probably when fantasy football really became super accessible with more and more people moving to app-based fantasy play. It broadcasts during game day and shows highlights from around the league. I like to think of it as like a highlight reel all day. (laughs) So it's just like constant dopamine hit like you mentioned. It's marketed as like a nonstop, no commercial channel, which is also great. So when you're watching NFL Renzo, there's like nothing in between. Like they, they never really do anything but show you football, which is what you pay for. And you know what's really funny about that is like normally with, I don't know, 10 games going on at a time, there's something exciting going on. So they'll show you the exciting things. But sometimes when games kind of start to end and you get like a couple games remaining and they're not that interesting, perhaps they have to show you whatever's on TV. So they like it just becomes like not really a highlight reel, but they promised you that there wasn't going to be any commercials. So they're showing you anything and everything that's related to football at that time. I always think that's kind of funny. It's been hosted by Scott Hansen for the entirety of the I don't know what it is now, like 13 years it's been on TV. And it shows, like Mike mentioned, every single touchdown that that happens. And now it also shows like big you know, events, turning events in the game. Like if somebody gets injured, they'll like talk about it for it, especially if it's a big star or whatever that has a lot of fantasy impact. One thing I like that they do is at the end of Sunday, they will show every touchdown from that day. They'll just show like a, like the editors have like put this compilation together of all the touchdowns that have happened that that day, back to back to back to back. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So you can kind of like rewatch all the touchdowns, which are always really interesting. But yeah, that's... What I really miss is like ESPN SportsCenter. It's not really a thing that I watch anymore, but I used to be religious about watching it. And they used to do the the Sunday night 
Sports Center edition was the best because Chris Berman would do that, you know, his like yeah. the Raiders, and then you yeah. do like the back, 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 and he's like yeah. doing all these like things, and just I, I miss that, and I, I also love like the every TD from from every game and yeah. seeing that. Yeah, it's sure. like it's like maybe it's like the gambling how you just like get all of like the jackpot, all the wins, just, like yeah, yeah, exactly. It just it just rains down, rains down, rains down, and so I think like to talk a little bit more about the nuance here of NFL viewing rights. So NFL is a massive business. In 2019, they generated about $15 billion in revenue. And that's just the league as a, mm. as a whole, as a how much revenue they bring in. A vast majority of that revenue is coming from the rights to view the NFL, the right to broadcast the, the show. So there's all these rules of like when the NFL is being broadcast because it's broadcast live, who can show it? So like, let's say like ABC has the rights. So mm-hmm. the ABC is the only person that can show that outside, I think, of the NFL network. Right. So it's super interesting because what that also means is that sometimes you also have blackouts where, let's say, and this would happen more frequently for like the teams in bad, <laughs> if you're a bad Markets, team. But yeah. Yeah. So like, this would happen to me as a Buffalo Bills fan, like that frequently because we still sold out the games. But if you as a stadium didn't sell out your stands, the the NFL blacks out the viewing and the airing of your team in your region. So let's say like the Bills are playing the Jacksonville Jaguars and let's say the Bills only sell 30,000 tickets. The local ABC show, if ABC has the rights, is not allowed to show the Buffalo Bills game that's happening at that time. That's so crazy. And it's, it's a forcing function to get people to buy tickets, you know, to go to the stadium. It's like, hey, if, you, if you're not willing to buy the 30 bucks for the ticket, we're not going to show the game. But it's like very, very so bad weird. customer yeah. experience. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's, it's and it hasn't happened in a while. But one place that it did affect me was when I was living away from the Buffalo Bills in Boston and the primary viewing market of the New England Patriots. And I could not, it was very rare for me to see a Buffalo Bills game. So that's when I started dabbling and subscribing to the NFL Red Zone, just so I could Mm -hmm. get the little fix of like, I would see when the Bills scored, even though I couldn't see the full game, I would still be able to see when they scored, which was like super helpful. So that regional nuance is like super interesting. And then I think we also have to mention that the NFL, like last month in August 2022, came out with NFL Plus. So they're starting to have a streaming service where you can subscribe to the NFL Plus for a nominal, I think it's like five or $10 a month and get access to these games. But it's still like, <laughs> you're still not getting full access to every right. single game. Yeah. It's just games in your region. So, like, wherever you are, and it's like, you know, you can obviously use VPN to get around it. Actually, I don't know if you can. I'm sure. I'm sure it's going to be this like, you know, cat and mouse game of <laughs> piracy I'm sure versus not. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But it, it, it still is not going to take away that the need for NFL red zone, because if you want to see every touchdown that gets scored, you're going to have to use <laughs> NFL yeah. red zone. Yeah, exactly. But we could talk a little bit about Scott Hansen. I think I, I found this really cool. And Scott Hansen, as Jeff said, is the host. Of the long time, longstanding host of NFL red zone. He's totally. got the best job. Right? Yeah. <laughs> But he has this fun quote here. So and this is a quote from the NFL.com article. So Scott says, quote, I remember saying to myself, think about what you're going to say, because this is going to live in a time capsule, Hanson said. And this is Hanson talking about the first ever Sunday where they showed NFL Red Zone. And so he said, ladies and gentlemen, you're watching the first moments of a channel that we hope will change the way you watch football forever, end quote. So 
I think it's a really cool opening and like he kind of had like and this is like 13 years ago where he had this like yeah. you know little nugget of like I'm sure this is like a shower thought where he's like oh man what yeah. if I what if this hits what if I big? say something weird yeah <laughs> yeah exactly so and I feel like it has like it's like it's the perfect viewing partner to fantasy football and it, I think it's just one of those things that you know because a big complaint that I got from a lot of my international friends or people that aren't familiar with football or not football fans is like it's really complex. Like if you're, if you're not like, if you don't grow up watching it, it's, it's really hard to like have someone sit down and explain every single rule of like what's going on and what's happening. So if you just want to see the fun stuff of scoring a touchdown every single blah, 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 it's like, it's a ton of fun. So the other thing I'll say that Scott said is something that comes up is if he has a bathroom break during this, cause he's airing this for like seven or eight hours. Yeah. You know, it's like, and you know, people ask him all the time. He's like, are you taking bathroom breaks? And so he says that it's been four years since he last excused himself from the set to go to the bathroom. It's crazy. So what dedication. Right? But on like game days, like he actually barely drinks any water during the show and he brings a banana, but often cannot eat the banana. So I thought that was funny of like, you know, that's a common question that he gets asked. Because if you were, you know, monitoring eight games uh, con- concurrently for eight hours, like that's a iron bladder to, to Scott Hansen. That's well. going to be so some he's problems. Got cool yeah, down the road, yeah. <laughs> I'd imagine. <laughs> A hundred percent. One thing I wanted to comment on was, you know, I think in 2009, I I can't remember the exact date, but I'm thinking about the era of like Justin TV and like Twitch TV. And the main thing at that point was around vlogging and people started to really pick up vlogging and like getting behind the scenes stuff about people's lives and all this other sort of stuff. And I think of the same thing when it comes to football, like we wanted to have more access across the board. So NFL Red Zone allowed us to do that. We can watch multiple games at one point. And then we think about shows like Hard Knocks that tell you a little bit about, um, you know, like training camp and all this stuff like that. And then uh, the other thing to kind of call out is there's like more behind the scenes access that other like teams are starting to give people as well. So, And we talked about before, like imagine if you could just watch your favorite football player, like in your case, probably like Josh Allen, like get up from his day and like do like big brother (laughs) him throughout the day. You probably pay for Patrick it. Allen and we and God we trust. <laughs> but I mean, like, I think the thing here is that like access overall to the thing that you love, you know, right now it makes most sense during game day. But like if you could watch all the practices, if you could watch your players getting ready, going through the tunnel, talking to their teammates, all this other stuff, like even mic'd up the whole NFL production of um, mic'd up for those who aren't aware is basically they will put a live mic on players um, throughout the league so that you can get audio clips of them talking to their teammates, being a real person, and you can empathize with them a little bit more. Sometimes they'll tell jokes. Sometimes they'll even talk to their opponents. And just that little glimpse into like them as a person outside of like the bigger construct of the game is like interesting to people. So I think this was maybe like the first semi foray into that by just like open up access to the thing that you like, the hobby that you enjoy. And this is why I think NFL Renzo is just like so, so successful. Totally. Um, one of the other products that NFL has is NFL Game Pass. And this is actually like different. It, it, so you can view the games on NFL Game Pass. I think it's like 12 hours after. So mm-hmm. it's typically like Monday morning. And, and so what that is, is it's basically, it shows you the game tape. So it gets rid of all of like the space because there's like a, a play clock in between yeah. plays. It condenses that. So you can actually watch a game in like something like 30 minutes, like 40 minutes, like yeah. whatever the actual like game is. Runtime, so, yeah. I, I really like that because it shows different views. It shows you like the the bird's eye view. It shows you like the coach's view. Mm-hmm. It shows you like the end zone view. And so a lot of like my favorite local, like I guess you can call them like 
beat journalists now. Like they're like they've actually become pretty prominent. Like one of my favorite like companies is called Cover One Buffalo, and it's a team of like eight or twelve podcasters and YouTubers mm-hmm. that just cover the Buffalo Bills, and like they use that game tape to break down the give you that analysis of the the players. And I feel like to your point, Jeff, of like getting that extra dive deep into the sport is really cool. And I feel like the more you open up access, the more people will come up with these like ancillary businesses to kind of just like talk and like break down like what this is happening. Cause I don't know, it kind of feels like the drama of like hard knocks is like this, it gives you the drama of like, Mm -hmm. you know, people are like getting cut or like there's someone's wife or all this like extra, like it gives you like the human aspect, which is super interesting to see those stories. And yeah, I, I just love the idea of the NFL opening up more and more. Yeah. We're obsessed talking (laughs) about competitors. uh, So a lot of people do something similar to this where they show you kind of, I guess, like highlight versions of of game tape. So DirecTV Red Zone is one that people often confuse with NFL Red Zone. It's offered by DirecTV, pretty much the same concept. Um, There's two for college football. So there's one called SPM Goal Line and there's one called Larfield's IMG's uh, College Football Blitz, which are terrible names. Um, and then there's one mouthful. for uh, Sirius XM. They have Sunday Drive, which I think is basically like the probably like the audio version of uh, like summary of all the games. But yeah, this this idea of like a highlight or just like kind of giving a, a snippet of all the different games that are going on is like not uncommon now. And a lot of other people are, are diving into this. Let's shift gears into our thoughts. I as someone who's played fantasy football for gosh, I don't know how long now, I guess maybe since like 20. 20- let me let me run that back i I think since 2009 even i love nfl red zone i you know i bum it off of a friend and i (laughs) um and i've been i always watch it it gives me an opportunity to watch all these different teams all the big action that's going on i couple that with like you know getting some information via an app uh whether it's like bleacher report or sleeper on like what's going on across the league so i just like constantly consuming information on sunday trying to make uh, all these different decisions, really feeling like a GM when it comes to <laughs> playing fantasy football. And it's even just while podcasting, I even love it. while podcasting. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and all of it just like, it scratches that itch, right? It gives you all the information that you could possibly need. It makes you feel like you have an advantage of, over other people that don't have access to this. And so I definitely think it's worth it, especially if you're a fan, I, you know, the, the $9 or $10 a month that somebody else in this case is paying other than me, but I would, <laughs> I would definitely consider paying is, um, I think just definitely worth the entertainment value that it's giving you. So yeah, that's like eight hours a day of entertainment times four. So that's 32 hours a month. Um, So $10 for 32 hours is really, really good value. If I were to rate NFL Red Zone, I would rate it very high. I'd give it like a 4.7. It just does everything I want it to. I watch all the important parts about fantasy football, which is the scoring parts. I get all the big news and it's nonstop. There's not a single commercial or a pause or anything like that so yeah really high score for me 4.7 yeah i'm right there with you i'm just gonna go a little bit lower just because i don't have a current subscription so i guess i have to stay true to like my my ratings but i have had it before i think i just i got rid of it just because i was in market like i had it when i was out of market like when i was living (laughs) in boston because i just i couldn't get my fix i was just like i actually (laughs) bought nfl red zone and nfl game pass and i would watch like all the touchdowns that the bills had and then I would the next day watch like after I was coming home from work, I would watch the game, which I really liked breaking down like the players and like I used to play football. So it yeah. was fun to see like 
oh, this is like what the linebackers were doing. This is like the coverage and this is like all the stuff or like even like like when their linemen were blocking, it's like, hey, like they 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 chose this specific blocking scheme. They, they went zone here, like man, whatever. That was really fun to do. But I, I just haven't had the need like now that I can actually watch games, like now that I, I live back in Buffalo Bills country, which is a huge quality of life for me. <laughs> like uh, I can't believe I'm saying that out loud. It's, it seems so so silly but it is so important i'm so obsessed but i'm gonna call this a 4.5 I, I love the product i think it's really really good like kudos to scott and what he's able to do i didn't realize it was him since day one just because yeah. i didn't start subscribing to red zone until or i subscribed from 2015 to 2017 i think so that's that's hilarious that he's the same guy so i love that well cool Jeff and I are addicts. You've heard our stories here <laughs> first. Please call help, send help if you've made it this far through the episode. But no, seriously, reach out to us on Twitter if you liked our thoughts on NFL Red Zone and let us know what we should review next. If there's anything else that's, you know, up, you know, top of mind for you. We love all the engagement with our with our audience, be it LinkedIn messages or emails or telegrams, whatever. We love <laughs> we love it. So find us on Instagram and Twitter at Products Podcast. That's P-R-O-D. EX podcast. Yeah, and if you like the show, be sure to like us and subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Good Pods, etc. And let us know what products we should review next. See you next episode.